Good evening, dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of Testify here on Eden FM, your voice in paradise. I'm Ingrid Carly Moses, and I thank you so much for making the time to listen to us this evening. As I always say, this is not about me, this is not about the radio station, this is about God, and this is about um, us collectively having a divine appointment with Him and uh, being present to hear what He has to say to us through our guest, and we've got a stunning guest again this evening, um, and just through the conversation. So, dear listener, please make yourself comfortable, and um, yeah, let's get ready to hear what God has to say. A reminder that you can connect with us on Facebook as well as Instagram, and that is at Testify Ministry, and that this program is also recorded and is available as a podcast on Spotify or any of the streaming platforms. And please feel free to, to share it um, within your network. Also, if you feel God um, prompting you to share your testimony, please send me a message, either a direct message on Facebook or direct message on Instagram as well. And uh, we will be more than willing uh, to have a conversation with you as the Holy Spirit uh, prompts you to share what God has done in your life. And so, let's start this evening in prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, thank you so much uh, for allowing us, Lord, to have this divine appointment with you again once this evening. Father, thank you that you use the platform of radio, Lord, uh, to broadcast, Father God, what you have to say to those that are listening. Please, Lord, prepare the hearts and the minds of the listeners and uh, be with my guest this evening, Lord. May the Holy Spirit just envelop him and uh, alert him, Lord, to what you would like him to share in his story so that his story may touch the lives of others, Lord, as you will it and intend it to be. Thank you, Father, that we can come before you before all else, Lord, and thank you, Lord, for your unabounding love and your grace and your mercy, Lord, that you give to us so freely. May we truly be repentant, Lord, of our sins and truly, Lord, open ourselves up to the intercession of the Holy Spirit to guide us, to lead us, and to draw you clo- and to draw us closer to you always. We praise you, we bless you, we thank you. Amen. Amen. And so this evening I have got um, a gentleman from Cape Town, or in Cape Town, but not from Cape Town, <laughs> and he'll tell you his story shortly. Um, and I know him as Butch Cassidy, but I found out the other day that that's only his stage name and an interesting <laughs> way in which he got his name. So before I go any further, let me ask him, so good evening, Butch. Um, <laughs> hi, Ingrid. <laughs> please say hi to the listeners and tell us a little bit about you. Hi, Ingrid. Uh, hi, everybody listening. Um, as Ingrid mentioned, my name is Butch, Butch Cassidy, but that is just a stage name. <laughs> my government name is Vegitemba Babo. I have three names. Vegitemba, my wrong way, Chakalama Chakalama Those are my names. Um, yeah, that's me. And where do you hail from? Please? I am originally from Zimbabwe. Yeah, Zimbabwe, from Bulayo. My family is from Bulayo, but I was born in the capital city mm-hmm. in Harare. So that's, that's home for me. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. So you come from Zim yeah. and you're in Cape Town now. How long have you been in Cape Town, in South Africa? Shucks. I've been in Cape Town since 2012. Mm-hmm. I've been in South Africa since 2000 and 
2007. Yes, 2007. So I finished I finished my my high school in South Africa, and then came to Cape Town to do my is postgrad post matric not postgrad <laughs> post, do my diploma in sound engineering and music production at Cape Audio. Then I did a degree at SAE, and I just haven't left. I think this is the most beautiful city in the world. So yeah. why would I leave? Oh yes, why would you leave? <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes God does call us in yes. other directions. Yes. And uh, if I understand, that's exactly what's happened in your life, yes. in that there was sort of a plan, not by you, but possibly your parents, mm. uh, in terms of how you, what um, profession you should go into. But God had another plan for your life, yes, and, you was, yes. and you were adamant about that and yes. wanted to go. Yes. So what was that? How did things unfold for you post-matric, and, and what led you into your current profession? Okay, so, so post-matric, uh, so I, grad, I left matric in 2010. I grad, matriculated from Petro Boys High in 2010. And in 2011, my, my mom and my my mom and I were having a back and forth about where to go for school. And mom wanted me to go and do account. That nah, wasn't was business management um, at UNISA. And I was like, no, I mean, no, that's <laughs> not what I want to do. I want to go and do music because one of my one of my earliest memories is wanting to produce my own album. Mm. Um, and one of the songs that I did that hasn't come out yet, I wrote. Since I was seven years old, mm. all I've ever wanted to do is make an album. Wow. And that that is not a line because I think it's cool, but that is that is my truth and that is what I believe God God wants me to do. God really put this this desire to make music um, in me from a young age. So that that's been me. So I mean, for, so fast forward back to 2011, 2011, mom and I were going back and forth about what to do until I almost went to Cyprus mm. to go study radio production. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why? I mean. Ugh. Shop, so I gave her all my application things and put it all out and all my thing, all those stuff, pictures and everything. And then the night before we were supposed to submit it, she's like, "Will this make you happy?" And I said, "No, it's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not to make me happy is going to Cape Town." And she said, "Okay, fine, apply." And literally, I applied and I got accepted, and I was in Cape Town in January. Mm. And I haven't looked back ever since. Fantastic. So you say you've had this desire yeah. in your in your heart in your being to follow music yeah. or to do music and do things with music yes. so how has the holy spirit led you then in that context your holy spirit has been a it's been a very interesting journey mm-hmm. if i was being born. i only started rapping in 2012 mm-hmm. but i've been playing keys since i was four years old i've been you know doing music since since a kid since i was a kid um, every instrument that I've learned. So my mom put me in front of a piano at four years old. But every other instrument that I play, I taught myself. So I play piano, I play bass guitar, I play drums, and all of those, um, I can say, is by the unction of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it's, it's not something that I went to school for. Like I said, I, I, did, I didn't go to school for music. I went to, I did, like I, I did my diploma in sound engineering and music production. You don't really need a music background to do that. You get, they teach you like the basics, basic theory and stuff. Um, but yeah, but Holy Spirit has literally held my hand through all of it from from the inspiration behind some of the songs that I write, from where I find myself just sitting in a few, a few months ago, few, last during COVID actually, I woke up at 8 o'clock in the morning and I had this verse to write. I wrote it down and I looked at it and I was like, I've never written anything like this, but it's important. 
God wants to say this, so I said this and I said it to a friend of mine. And I just feel like he, Holy Spirit is literally behind everything that I do. He sits behind my pain. He sits behind my production. He sits behind the time that I'm on stage. He, like, literally, he's, he's if anything, he's my manager. He's my manager. <laughs> he's my producer. He's my ghostwriter. <laughs> ghostwriter. <laughs> he's my ghostwriter. You know, but I, I am, I'm nothing without Holy Spirit. Um, yeah, and, and like in everything, mm-hmm. everything, the, the different things that, that I've been through in my personal life, in my professional life, mm-hmm. I can fully attest to Holy Spirit being through mm-hmm. all of it. Fantastic. Wow. That's truly inspiring. And I know, you know, that there's many artists or someone, uh, listener, you might be sitting there with this desire in your heart that you feel prompted, um, not only in music, mm. but prompted in a certain profession, in a certain mm. way to apply yourself and your skills, and you're not quite sure, you know, how yeah. to how to do that, how to step out. How did you know, Butch, that you know you could do this and you could? You're saying now the the, the Holy Spirit prompts you, yeah. But is that is it easy? to really tune into the Holy Spirit and, and get that? How does it work for you? For me, I, okay, I, I'll say first, it's it's easy to, to tune into the what the Holy Spirit is saying, mm-hmm. but it's hard to hear it. Okay. It's easy because it's just a matter of, I, I think it's spending more and more time in the Word, but at this, while you're spending more time in the Word, you, you learn God's voice, you learn what Holy Spirit is actually functioning and directing you to, but I think naturally we have got our own thoughts and our own things and our own stuff that plays in our mind which we can sometimes feel no maybe this is god or maybe this is this isn't and you've got friends who say this and friends who say that um but for me i a lot of it is okay i'm doing this and yeah i'm doing it <laughs> this, is, know, this is what i feel we need to do no I'm just, this is what i feel we need to do and every time that i've still night because i once i feel like this is what god wants me to do this is what I'm going to do. Mm. We can, you can fight me, mm. but if I if I hey, this is what I feel like God wants to do. We will fight and go back and forth, but until I say, okay, right, I've achieved what I thought God needed to do, mm. and then we move from there. Okay. So that's where a lot of that, I think there's just a confidence and a boldness in me that I can say, Spirit given, to actually just say, right, I'm stepping into this, mm. and we go for it from there. Whatever happens on the other side, we'll see that side. Yes. But right now, Holy Spirit says, go. So we go. Yeah. And I think what was important for me in your response there, Butch, was the fact that you need to also stay in the Spirit. Yes. That you need to seek the Holy Spirit yes. through God's Word. Right. Seek the direction from God in Absolutely. everything that you do. Absolutely. And that's where your confidence comes from, One, I believe. 100%. Because, mm. because, because I believe so strongly that this is what God has called me into, I will boldly say I'm the best in the world what I do. Now you can tell me, oh, no, no, yeah, great, well, I'm the best in the world at what I do, because I strongly, strongly believe that this is where God has called me. And like Moses said, Moses Moses was saying to the Israelites, he was, when he was talking to God, God was like, if you're not going with us, we're not going anyway. Mm-hmm. And we've got Holy Spirit living in us. And in the same manner, I'm not going to do stuff unless I feel Holy Spirit says this is what we need to be doing. Obviously, I don't get it right all the time, because mm-hmm. I, I am human, I am flawed, I am man, I'm not perfect. But I do lean as much as I can to make sure to double check and triple check. Okay, Holy Spirit said this, and this is what we're going to do, and this is where we go from from here. Fantastic, lovely. Um, at this stage, we're going to go to your first song. No. So I'm going to play the song first, and when we come back, we're going to actually. I want to hear your testimony about the song. 
And this song is called Man with a Plan. Yes. And it is uh, one of Butcher's songs. In actual fact, all the songs we're going to play this evening are all Butcher's, Butcher's compilations. So listen, dear listeners, and then we'll hear the background story to Man with a Plan. Welcome back, dear listeners. You're listening to Testify on ENFM, your voice in paradise. I'm Ingrid Carly Moses, and with me this evening is Butch Cassidy. So I know it's Becky, but I just cannot say Becky. I just know you as Butch Cassidy. It's from the moment I met you. So that song was called Man with a Plan. So, Butch, how did this, this song come about? So, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of my songs come from inspiration of what I, not inspiration by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, so a friend of mine, Lux, very good friend of mine, Lux Kent, Paul Kentine, aka Lux Kent. Um, Lux was mad at me because mm-hmm. Lux was like, "Put you don't listen enough music." But I'm like, "Yeah, leave me alone." You know, I, I, I work in my own time. Don't rush me. So he sent me this bunch of beats. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I listened to the instrumental for Man of the Plan. And the first thing that came to my mind was, he's the man with a plan. I was like, huh? I was like, my God, is the man with a plan. Okay. So I put that down. And then then I was sitting with the song. Okay, now what? Okay, God, right. Man with a plan. Wonderful. Now what? And what is it that you want me to say? And at the time, in my personal life, there were things. So a lot of the songs that I write, and I realized this, um, when was this? 2017, late 2017, there are a lot of songs that I write, I feel like, Excuse me. Holy Spirit first wants to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And then I can talk to everybody else. So one thing about my name, my name means um yes in Devin, Devin it means have faith. Um so a lot of the songs that I write, God is like right, we you and I gonna talk first. And while we're still dealing, you're going to talk to everybody else. So uh so plan was I was genuinely confused about what God wanted me to do. And everything that that, that song talks about is complete trust. Completely trusting that God's direction and what what it is that he wants to do and what it is that he says you should do and which direction he says you should go. As hard as it may be, Mm -hmm. trusting in him, not in anything else, not in what everybody else is saying, not in your finances, not in your abilities, not in your friends, your mothers, your uncles, nothing Mm -hmm. but complete trust in Holy Spirit. Kind of like... The Shabbat Mishak and Abednego, who say, Listen, we're not going to bow down to that statue. So you can throw us in the fire. And even if we burn, it's fine. You know, so that, that, kind of, that kind of reckless faith and complete trust in is what I feel God was trying to, what's the word? Trying to get me to get across mm-hmm. in the song, and I think it came out kind of came out quite nice, quite nicely, if I do say so much. Yes, it is definitely, <laughs> and it's one of those at uh, least two songs that I know. We're going to play the lot, the other one at the end, but that I know you by. This was just like I was introduced to you when I started at the Message Trust. Um, you know, the song was again sort of with that introduction. I was like, oh wow, that's such a lovely beat and yeah. such a strong message that came through. Yes. So you say. God works, you know, in you. Yes. He works through you. Yes. He works on you. All of the And so, as you finished producing the song, yeah. writing the song, what was the process after that? And the reason why I'm asking, Butch, is I find that as I am interviewing other artists, it's like it doesn't just stop there. No. Yeah. 
So what for you? What's the process? <laughs> so for me, uh, <laughs> so between the time to write a song and finishing the song, it take anywhere between two days and six months. For me. And so I could start, I'll record it and I'll leave it alone. I don't want to see it, don't hear it. And then I'm like, actually, I need to go and change something. Then I'll go back and re record. So once I finished recording the song, it was then trying to figure out how I wanted to finish it. So I wrote, I wrote my two verses, and there's a friend of mine um, who's, okay, I must say this. She has asked me to not say her name. So I don't okay, say her name. Fine. She listened to the song, her voice is there, but I have not said her name. Do you want to see what her name is? It's in the credits. But I don't <laughs> say her name. So I asked her to do the third. The third verse, and I think she did a great job. Um, but once the recording is done, is then editing and mixing and mastering, and then the part that I hate the most, promotion. Because now, in as much so, years ago, a friend of mine used to say to me, even if one person hears the song, then we're good. But I need to actually talk about the song so that one person hears it. I can't just put it up and hope that one, the one person who used to hear it hears it. Um, so it's then, it's then promotion and the artwork and finding somebody to do this and that's all kind of stuff about music that I don't like mm-hmm. <laughs> that I wish someone could just come and do for me. Cause I just want to make music. I want to make music and mix it and master it, which I want to learn myself by the way, because I went to school for it. So um, after that, then there's the how do I want to release it and what is the release plan for it, setting the release date and then submitting it to. Um, what are those things called? DSPs, digital stores, and then waiting, mm-hmm. patient. But it is to also then get people excited, mm-hmm. finding the secret. So then I'll perform. So I'll perform the song before it's out. So that like, oh, what song is that coming out? It's coming yeah. out. That's yeah. So mm-hmm. that that's typically what follows after. But I have I have lots of songs sitting on my laptop, mm-hmm. just waiting. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that writing. I just don't know how to do it. <laughs> a good thing because um, from that it, it, it says that you know the Holy Spirit is continuing to work in you yes. like you said it's not just writing a song and there and it's, and it's done yeah. there's a period of discernment yes. there's a period of reflection yes. there's a period of God is this what it's you wanted what yes. yes is this what you wanted and if it is and if it's a go ahead it gets released then it gets released I mean it's, it's, it, and that that for me goes to that process goes there's different people that would get the song so those, those who are very close to me those who are very who are very close to my heart I'm like listen I wrote this and recorded this what do you think I wrote this recorded this what do you think there's, there's one person in my life his name is Toti right Toti is my harshest critic my love and shame he's my harshest critic if I send a song to Toti and Toti says to me, you can do better. There's a 90% chance I'm going to go change that. <laughs> but it's 90% chance I'm going because I value him and I value, I just value the brother with me. But that's mm-hmm. another conversation for another day. But I send it to those who are closest to me. And I'm, I send it to them for their opinion on the song, their thoughts on the song, and how they feel about it. And I trust that all those that get the song, those are closest. I really trust, I trust them because I trust that God has put them in my life to actually help me on this journey. <clears throat> because if they aren't, if, if they feel like, ah, this isn't it, then I need to go and check what is it that's not it. Mm-hmm. Is it something, is something wrong with the production? Is something wrong with what I said? And there's lines that I've written before that feel like, that line doesn't make sense. So you go and you, you rework it. There's, there's sections of other songs that I was like, ah, 
I wrote this not anything to do with that because that doesn't make sense. Um, but it's trusting the people who are with me because, excuse me, no man is on the island. Jesus had to disciples. Jesus didn't do. Jesus could have done everything he wanted to do by himself. He didn't really need the help, but he chose to work with the disciples. And if Jesus was working with the disciples, then who am I to think that I can do this 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 life by myself? So I trust those that are closest to me and say, like, this is this is. Here's the song. What do you think? Should I change? Should I not? If if everything is a green light. Then I'm taking okay, Holy Spirit signal going to go. Then it's okay, Lord, when is the best day to release it? Those kinds of things. And then Fantastic. You actually have answered the question I was going to ask. And I actually want to pose, I want to say what the question is. Because I think it's important because the one thing that I know coming into, you know, when an entrepreneurial sort of context and writing songs and putting together something is entrepreneurial, you know, at your craft. And what I find in an entrepreneurial context often is people say don't share mm. don't share your plan don't share your idea um, with others because they're going to snatch it because and i have been i struggle with that mm. because i believe that it's not about you, you have to trust people yes god has put people around you to trust you and that's what you've mentioned and that's why i want to say what my question yes. is because yes if you're just floating it out there and you're putting it out there god has given you the idea and you have to treat it with that with the preciousness of what it is but it's not to be held to yourself yes. god has put people around you yes. so that you can trust them and help you to refine that to step it into but the world has got this um Warped context mm. of no, you can't share it. Mm. You can't get get it out there because it's going to be snatched or people are going to taint it and so on. So thank you for actually um, sharing that point yeah. um, because it's very important. Yes, God has put people around you because you're not meant to carry it all by yourself. That's true. It's got to be a collective that ends up bringing it into, you know, in, into the harvest, into the fruit that it's it's meant to be. That that I, I completely, I think for me, I completely agree with both for both sides of the, of the coin. Um, but you cannot neglect those that are around you. You cannot act as though I shouldn't share my ideas. Now, I'm not saying every song you must, so as an artist, you finish a song, then you go on live on social media, and you're like, hey guys, no, let's not do that, right? But there are people that are close to you that do carry the load when it gets too tough. When Jesus was on the way to the mountain, he didn't want to consider it. He didn't carry his cross by himself. He carried it from until he could, and then they had to call someone else to come and think, now, this is Jesus. This is Jesus that walked on water, same Jesus that fed 5,000 people with bread and fish, same Jesus that healed sick. This Jesus still needed help. Even though he was fully God in that moment, he still needed help. So again, if God, if Jesus, if God himself needed help, what makes me think I can actually do this life thing by myself? And if, if, if you think you can, it's very ignorant. It's very, it's very ignorant and it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's having a, a, a warm sense of not self-value, but you think you are something that you're unfortunately that you are. Because at some point you're going to fall apart and fail. You need those around you, and it's the Holy Spirit and God. God is also Holy Spirit has given you the spirit of discernment. So don't. It's not about okay. Here's my song. Everybody listen to it. It's like I said. There's specific people, X, Y, Z, that gets that will have the song before have have all my music before it's out. 
They'll see all the different options for my covers before they come out. They'll see all the different ideas for tracklist before it comes out. They'll hear the six or seven different versions of the song before it comes out. And all these people, I believe God put these people in my life so they can guide, not necessarily guide me, but help me on this journey to where God wants me to be. And take and that is that's that. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And I couldn't agree with you more. So we're going to another song now. Um, yes. And this one's called Introspection. Very, very <laughs> reflective word, introspection. Yes. So let's have a listen, dear listeners, and then we can again come and discuss it after you listen to it. Welcome back, dear listeners. You're listening to Testify on Eden FM, your voice in paradise. I'm Ingrid Carly Moses, and this evening my guest is Butch Cassidy. Hello. And that's his artist name, but his real name is Becky Timber. Yes. That's fantastic. Got it right. <laughs> so good. Yes. Another song of yours. Introspection. Introspection. Mm. <laughs> introspection. Introspection. Um, how do I explain introspection? Where it came from? So, okay, the idea of introspection came years ago. Years, years, years ago, um, we were... I was in Pretoria with my best friend, David, and Toti. No, Toti wasn't there. We were taking, David got a camera, so we were taking pictures. And he took a picture of, like, of himself. I'm like, yo, if you do a song, this song will be called Introspection. So I had title, long time ago. I had no idea what I was going to say. Um, and then I wrote the first, first eight bars, and I was like, okay, this is interesting. And as I was writing to finish up this EP that I released um, this year called Solitude, my heart was, I wanted to be naked in this, in this project. I wanted I want to be naked not because I want to, not, not for the fun of it, but there's, there's, a, there's an element of humanity in showing my vulnerabilities. So there's, there's a lot of topics that I, that I spoke on as you guys. As you've heard, I've spoken about um, wanting to be married at a certain age. I've spoken about um, friends <clears throat> turning their backs on me. And all of these things are stuff that, that I've been through and ultimately getting to a point of realizing actually, despite all the stuff that I've gone through, Holy Spirit is actually, at the end of it all, He's still in control. At the end of all of it, if I actually focus on Him more than I focus on me, if I focus on what it is he's put me on this earth to do, if I focus on where it is he wants me to go and how I'm going to get there, then we'll be good. But I think the last verse, oh, let me remember it. Oh, gosh. Yes, I said, um, I want to see God when I look in the mirror. So I open the scriptures and every sentence makes that image much clearer. Because my, as, as a believer and as, as people in general, I think if you want to really know what it is you're supposed to be about, the best place to look for it is in the Word. Because then, then you hear the word from the Creator, who's going to guide you through all these things. So that's that's what introspection is about. So very, for me, it's a very, it's a very intimate song. It's not an intimate, very bare song. It's very, it's, it's yeah, it's the yeah. It's like someone, someone, even when I spoke about about marriage, something you want. I'm not married. Okay, there's no rings on my fingers. Okay, I'm very, I'm very much a single person. But every time I say those lyrics. That um, I thought I wish by now I'd be living on my dreams, 30 years old and married to the God of my dreams. That was genuinely what I wanted for my life. But it's not happened yet. 
and I needed to put that out there because I know I'm not the only person in the world that feels that way. And when you get to certain ages in your life, it's like, I wish this had happened, and I thought God was going to make it happen. I have every right to be like, hey, Lord, why? Why did this happen? And in those moments of introspection, in those moments of actually being like, why did, you, why did this happen? Do you realize a lot of the stuff that I wanted to do, I wanted to do. It wasn't a God thing that he wanted to do. It wasn't what God said this was going to happen at this age. Because when God puts a date on something, there's a date. So that date is, when that date comes, something is going to happen. But if I say, I want to be married at 25, God said we're married at 25. Did you really say you're going to be married at 25? Really? Really? But the Lord is this is our desires, and there's nothing wrong with having our desires. But when, when it doesn't happen, it's then to go to God and say, okay, why did it happen? And ask God to reveal your heart behind it. So absolutely fabulous in what you've just said there. Um, I think definitely that, uh, Butch, we, if we have got this perspective of our life and this plan and sort of this is how it's going to happen, and you put it before the Lord and you sort of, you want to, we want to hold God accountable to our desires and our dreams and our way of doing things. Yeah. But that's not our business. That's not our way, no. <laughs> and so often you've got to, we've got to learn that the hard way. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> we end up learning the hard way. I think one pastor once said, if it's God's will, it's God's will. And that's the truth. If God if God said this is going to happen, truth is what God said, I'm going to get you out. It was God's point, right? I said, I'm going to get you out. So there's nothing they could have done to get themselves out. It had to be God. And God only. Even if they want to say Moses, Moses knows it wasn't him. It's God by God and God's plan only. And ultimately, that's what it has to come back down to. If God said he's going to do this, it's to stand on his word that he said he's going to do it. And believe and have faith that it's going to come to pass. As he said. Not when he's not when he said. Because like I said, I think I had this conversation with a friend. I said, I can only think of scripture in scripture. A handful of times that God put a date on something. He said, I'm going to do this for you. That's that. It's always, it's always saying, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Abraham and Sarah, you're going to have a child. Where? Hey. <laughs> yes. You're going to have a child. Yes. You're going to be a father of many nations. Wow. That's it. That's the word. And then the, the tough part is now to sit and wait. Mm-hmm. And then that waiting, what are you doing? God said, God said this was going to happen. These guys are 100 years old. You have to be 100 years old. Who the hell makes 100 years old? Everyone. This is what it is. And we, want to, we like to be in control. And having faith and believing in God is relinquishing that control. Absolutely. And trusting that He's going to do His thing. Absolutely. So well said. Thank you. I've got one more question yeah. in the segment. Yeah. Is there any specific scripture in the Bible um, that has been sort of an anchor verse for you or your go to or, um, or a character? Or... In general? In general, yes. My God will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. And that is not specific to physical needs. I've had to learn in the last couple of years that there's other things that God is going to give me. You know, like I said, I'm not married, I'm only married. Right? When the time comes, oh my gosh, guys, I'm excited. It's going to be my wife, this, my wife, this, my wife, when I get married, but that time is coming. But I'm not married. But I just trust that God is going to supply and God is going to provide that. One of so there's that that scripture ties in with one of my favorite songs by Kirk Franklin called "He Will Supply," mm-hmm. and 
it doesn't matter what it is that I need. If he says, though your vessel be empty, he will supply. Because this road is not easy, he will supply. No matter what I'm going through, he will supply. So for me, that is always going to be my, my anchor scripture. I, I need, if it's finances I need, God is going to supply. Lord, I need petrol. Is going to supply. Oh, oh, I miss my mom. I miss my. I need. I, I miss my mom. Miss my flame. God is going to find a way to make. God is going to make a way, not find a way, because He's God. He's going to make a way for these things to happen. And for me, excuse me, that is where I put everything. Fantastic. Thank you so much. <laughs> and so, part of that supplying is following Him as well. <laughs> yes. And so, this next song is also by Butch, and it is called called Follow You. Welcome back, dear listeners. You're listening to Testify on Eden FM, your voice in paradise. And what an interesting conversation we've had this evening with Butch Cassidy. Um, well, Butch Cassidy, in terms of that's his stage name, but his real name is Becky Temper. And uh, Butch has been really sharing with us some vulnerable moments and uh, you know, giving us some insight into his craft and how the Holy Spirit leads him. Butch, uh, there are a lot of young men, ladies, uh, people, maybe even not so young, you know, because God can unleash things within us at any age, at any time. Um, what would you say to them? What motivating words do you have? Uh, I mean, you know, the biggest thing that I'll say is trust God. And Trust, when, when, you, when you say trust God, like what does what does trust in God look like? What does that look like? Every day, in general, every day that every day in our lives, in our day to day lives, whether we want to acknowledge God or not, there's an element of faith that we do everything. You make plans today for tomorrow with the faith that you're going to wake up in the morning. You have no idea whether God is good, whether it's God's plan that you wake up tomorrow. But you have faith in when I sleep tomorrow, yeah, waking up. Sometimes it happens, other times it doesn't. So the one only thing I can say to anybody, everybody that's listening, is just trust God. Trust God, bro. Like I said, this this thing, and you can take that and apply that to anything and everything. Trust that God has got your back. Trust that God's will is God God is going to hold your hand through all of these things. Trust that God is going to take you through these these dark moments. Trust that God is going to keep you and sustain you through this dark moment, through these good moments. Trust that even in the moments of plenty, God is going to sustain the plenty. Trust that in the moments of nothing, He's going to carry you through the nothing. Just trust. There's nothing else that you can do except to trust God. And once we learn to trust God, and I think that is probably the one thing that we don't we don't do and do well enough is trust in God. If you realize, have you ever thought that the people in the Old Testament, you know, in fact, one of my favorite stories in the Bible is Elijah and the prophets of Baal. Mm-hmm. Because I'll challenge you, and I'll ask you this question because it's my turn to ask a question. <laughs> Who told Elijah to challenge the prophets? God did? No, it didn't. Didn't he? No. Okay. Elijah got it up one morning. You know what? You guys, it's fine. Let's have a competition. One morning, and decided it's what we're going to go do. And he's been made so much hard. He's laughed at these guys, tortured these guys. The guys, maybe he's sleeping, but he had so much faith 
because he had heard about this God and he had seen about this God. Abraham left home because he heard a voice, went and said, I'm the father of many nations. 100 years old, and then boom, child. Well, but there's, there's, there's so many other, if you look at the Old Testament, all of these people heard a word, mm. heard a story from their forefathers, forefathers, fathers. I, I pray, my father, the father, the God of Jacob, Israel. It's, yeah, Jacob and Abraham. Always the God of Jacob and Abraham. Yes. That's the God that I'm going to pray to. And I'm going to trust that that God, because he did those things, is going to show up on my behalf. And we have so much evidence. We are perfect all of that. We, we saw all that and we saw Jesus. But we don't have the same amount of trust. We don't have the faith of the Old Testament. I mentioned the, the Shadrach, Michigan, and Bendigo. You know how much faith you need to step into a fire? You look at Isaac. You know how much faith you must have to lie there that your father is not going to stab you. Well, your father is going to kill you. But you're going to do it anyway. I saw, I saw, I think I was watching a, a, a video, a sermon. One of my idols, like a better term, Ron Canoli. I grew up on Ron Canoli. That's how old I am. So Ron Kaloni spoke, he said that there's, there's, there's a different scripture somewhere where it talks about, well, it's, not, it's not in the Bible, but one of those, you know the, all those other books? Yes, yes. He says in one of those books, they talk about how Isaac told his father to tie him tighter so he doesn't move in fear of things. So you can imagine what that whole thing was. And Isaac wasn't a baby, contrary to what we've been taught as children. Abraham, look, Isaac, wasn't a, look, Isaac, Isaac wasn't a child, but there was so much trust and faith in what God is going to have to show up and supply and provide for my father. So that is literally that's it. Trust. Trust that God has your back. Trust that God is going to carry you. And there's nothing else. Let's just trust God. And I think even as believers, as as non-believers, as people, if we trust God and truly truly trust him. Have the same amount of faith in God that you have in the chair. That much. In fact, biblically, that's too much faith. But the same amount of faith you have in the chair that this chair is going to hold you up. Have that faith in God. Trust God. Because He said, I will supply all your needs. We all, I think a lot, of people, a lot of people think that's just financial needs. He said, all. Everything. Everything. All of it. And if you trusted Him implicitly, completely, then wow. Yeah, exactly, wow. Wow, dear listeners, it's been so inspiring to you know, put your story and to hear his words of inspiration. And I certainly hope that you have been inspired and motivated too. Um, we are at the end of the program, really. I just can't believe it. <laughs> you know, the time's just flown. Yeah. And it's been such a privilege, Butch, to get to know you a little bit better as well. Um, listeners, uh, Butch has also got his music out on all the, the platforms, yes. Butch. Yes. I believe you're going to be releasing some new music soon. No, 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 no. Aren't no, you? No, no. Oh, has it been released already? It's been released already. Okay, it's been released already. Is Solid Cute one of them? Yes, Solid Cute is Solid. So, okay, it's an entire EP on the 26th of May, and all the songs we've heard tonight are all on that project. Um, the project is called Solitude. Um, Butch Cassidy, A2J on 
Instagram, Bootcast ATJ on Spotify, Apple Music, and all those other places. Type Bootcast ATJ and I'm all the love. Fantastic. And we're certainly going to put that references yeah. on our social media platforms yes, as well. Um, this, the song Solitude is really one that is catchy. It sticks in your mind. And uh, I hope that when you listen to it as we close off the program this evening, that you will feel the connection to it as well. But go on to those platforms. We need to support our local artists. Yeah. We must be able to say these are these are our, our homegrown talent. This is our homegrown talent, and we support them. Too often, we are playing, you know, songs from overseas um, uh, on, on continuous reel. We need to really invest and support our local artists, dear listeners. And I encourage you to do that to do that as well. And link up with him on social media. Follow him. Follow what he does. Um, you'll see that there's connections to to other artists as well, because Butch produces for other artists too. Yeah. And that's how you know the inspiration grows, and we grow the kingdom of God, yes. because it truly is inspirational, publicly based, publicly inspired, Holy Spirit inspired content amongst all this other nonsense that we have going on. Let's promote um, the work of God through our local artists um, as much as we can. And so I'm going to ask Butch to please close off our program in prayer. Um, And listeners, as I said, just a reminder, connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, Testify Ministry, and uh, when this program is published on podcast, which is uh, later in the week, you know, go onto the Testify Ministry podcast and you'll see it appearing there. Please do share it with others as well. So, Butch, I'm <laughs> asking you to please close off in prayer. Let's pray. Our Father, God, we thank you that you are a good God. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you that above all else, you sit and throw it on, on everything that we do and that we think. Lord, I thank you for every single person who has sat down to listen to this podcast, Lord God, to listen to this interview. Lord God, I pray that my words were not just words that I spoke, that I spoke from the top of my head. But Holy Spirit, I ask that everything that I said, Lord God, that you bless it. That every single person that hears it, Lord God, that Holy Spirit, you touch them in a way that only they know that it was you. Lord God, I pray for this ministry, Lord God, would you enlarge this ministry's territories, Lord God, that they'll be able to reach the four corners of the earth, that they'll be able to spread your word and the goodness of the goodness of the word and the gospel of your goodness to every single person on the globe in the name of Jesus. We bless this family, bless these people, just bless everything that these people set their mind to do. In the name of Jesus, we thank you and give you glory. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. And dear listeners, may God bless you and keep you until we meet again next week and we play out with the song Solitude by Butch Cassidy. Good night and God bless.